What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to the all-new Disney Plus Informer podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 23 for the week of July 10th, 2022. I am your host, Justin Eddy, alongside my co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. Hello, Michelle. Be sure to follow along each week, and we'll keep you updated with all the information you need as we cover Disney Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it this week, the full list has been announced for everything coming to Disney Plus in Canada in July. Uh, The trailer has been released for Season 2 of Reservation Dogs, and The Hollywood Reporter has confirmed that Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio will reprise their roles as Daredevil and Kingpin, respectively, in Marvel's upcoming Echo series on Disney+. Plus. That's awesome news. We're going to discuss these stories and let you know what's new on Disney Plus this week and bring you our top 10 posts in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment, where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more is coming at you next. Welcome, everybody. Let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Uh, Highlights include the premieres of National Geographic's America the Beautiful series, uh, the wonderful summer of Mickey Mouse, Marvel Studios assembled the making of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and episode 5 of the Disney Plus original series Miss Marvel is also streaming. If you live in the U.S., we've got 11 new Shark Fest titles Uh, that have been released on Hulu. All 13 episodes of the comedy series Maggie are now streaming uh, on Hulu and Disney Plus in the UK and Ireland. Episode 3 from Season 2 of Only Murders in the Building is now streaming. And Episode 6 of The Orville New Horizons. If you live in Canada, Season 2 of Big Sky and Season 18 of American Dad are now streaming on Disney Plus. Uh, Later in this episode, we're going to talk about what we've been watching this week that includes The uh, Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse and Episode 5 of Miss Marvel. Get little reviews for those. But up first, uh, the full list, Michelle, has been announced for everything coming to Disney Plus in Canada for the month of July. We're already well into it, but go ahead and give us the highlights anyway. Okay, so what's now streaming is The Princess. That's the film that stars Joey King. Also, they quietly released Spider-Man Homecoming, so that's now streaming on Disney Plus in Canada. Um, America the Beautiful, uh, we have Season 18 of American Dad, Season 2 of Big Sky, The Wonderful Summer of Mickey Mouse. We also have Marvel Studios Assembled, The Making of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. On July 12th, the Bob's Burgers movie releases. On July 13th, we have Mayan's MC Season 4 and Season 3 of Solar Opposites. On July 15th, we have Zombies 3. And then on July 19th, the documentary Aftershock. July 26th is the fictional series Santa Evita. On July 27th, we have Season 3 of High School Musical, the musical, the series. So uh, it starts streaming the first episode on the 27th with new episodes weekly. Also on the uh, 27th, we have the six-part docuseries from Lucasfilm called Light and Magic. And then on July 29th, we have the original film, Not Okay. Lots of things for our friends in Canada. Uh, how about this? Uh, next up, the trailer released for season two of kind of an unexpected uh, hit uh, for the first season, for me anyway. I, I wasn't really looking for uh, 
forward to it isn't the word I'm looking for. It, it kind of snuck up on me and I ended up watching it, enjoying it. Uh, season two of Reservation Dogs. We just got the trailer for mm-hmm. that, and I'm pretty uh, pretty pumped for that. It looks a lot more of kind of the same vibes of what season one gave me, but uh, still definitely looking forward to this, and it's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, so um, this is a series that comes from Sterling Harjo and Taika Waititi. Um, it's a half-hour comedy that follows the exploits of four in- indigenous teenagers in rural Oklahoma who steal, rob, and save in order to get to the exotic, mysterious, and faraway land of California. Uh, the show's first-of-its-kind indigenous creative team invites audiences into a surprisingly familiar and funny world. Um, so, that yeah, it's just such a great uh, comedic and creative show. So uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, check it out on the website if you have not uh, watch season one you can watch it now on hulu and catch up um on it on disney plus because season two launches on hulu on august 3rd it will also be coming to disney plus in united kingdom um, ireland canada and other regions but they haven't announced that date yet so yeah it's, it's a great it's got a really strong cast strong characters kind of feel like it's more character driven and the plot is kind of settled and takes a back seat to the characters, um, it's got outstanding dialogue. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Uh, not just a straight like comedy. It's like kind of like one of those what do they call them dramedy type things. Yeah, it's, it is like kind of it's kind of slow moving and reserved at times. But uh, again, very uh, very character driven, and and I just I, I really it was an unexpected hit for me. So definitely looking forward to season two. Uh, finally, here is my big news story for the week. This comes from uh, the Hollywood Reporter that has confirmed that Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio will, in fact, reprise their roles as Daredevil and Kingpin in Marvel's upcoming Echo series on Disney+. Plus. Uh, we've talked about this rumor before and I'm very happy to hear that it has been confirmed. Yeah, so, um, yeah, confirmed by the Hollywood Reporter. So um, they also went on to say that, and we have an article about this too, um, that there was a podcast, it's called The Weekly Planet, and they kind of dove in a little bit deeper. And they also said that Daredevil will appear in three episodes of the Echo series and that Kingpin will appear in four and that Daredevil will be looking for um, Jessica Jones, who's uh, played by Kristen Ritter. Uh, so it looks like she's going to be, uh, I don't know the extent, maybe she'll just have like a little scene at the end and spin off into something else. We don't have an exact Disney Plus release date yet. We do know it's coming in 2023 um, and they are filming now in Georgia. I bet anything that that's going to lead into another season of Daredevil or right. movie or, or something and I can't wait for that. I Daredevil's the best. And as a reminder, you can find links to all of the articles that we've talked about and everything else we're going to talk about today on our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. Let's just move straight into the News Blast segment because we only got 10 minutes to do it. Michelle, please go first. Okay, so Disney Plus released the trailer uh, for Lucasfilm and Imagine Documentaries, Light and Magic. This is an immersive series that chronicles the untold history of world-renowned industrial light and magic, which is the special visual effects animation and virtual production division of Lucasfilm. So this is all uh, six episodes will premiere on July 27th. Granted unparalleled access, Academy Award-nominated filmmaker Lawrence Kasdan takes viewers on an adventure behind the curtain of industrial light and magic, Learn about the pioneers of modern filmmaking as we go on a journey to bring George Lucas's 
vision to life, these filmmakers would then go on to inspire the entire industry of visual effects. According to Billboard.com, Alan Menken will receive the Max Steiner Film Achievement Award at the Hollywood in Vienna Gala on September 24th, and this is more than two years after this announcement was initially made. Uh, The event will stream on Disney Plus globally. Menken was announced as the recipient of the award on February 29th, 2020. However, that uh, it was all put on hold due to the pandemic. Stars from Broadway and the West End will pay tribute to the eight-time Academy Award winner at the 13th Hollywood in Vienna. Uh, the event will be held at the Vienna Concert Hall uh, over two nights, September 23rd for a concert and September 24th for a concert and award ceremony. Will Menken will be presented with uh, the award by the City of Vienna. In honor of the 30th anniversary of the beloved Disney animated classic and its Academy Award nomination for Best Picture, The Wonderful World of Disney and ABC are going to present Beauty and the Beast, a 30th celebration. This two-hour animated and live-action blended special will pay tribute to the original Disney animation's Beauty and the Beast and its legacy by showcasing the fan-favorite movie, along with new, memorable musical performances taking viewers on a magical adventure through the eyes of Belle. Beauty and the Beast, the 30th celebration, airs Thursday, December 15th on ABC and will be available the next day on Disney+. The esteemed John M. Chu, who is uh, from Crazy Rich Asians, he is set to executive produce with Hamish Hilton, set to direct. The talented cast will be announced at a later date. Uh, so we just talked about this, I think it was last week. Uh, Marvel Studios is returning to San Diego Comic-Con later this month, uh, starting on Thursday, July 21st through Sunday, July 24th. And a new animation panel has been revealed on San Diego Comic-Con's official website. Uh, the panel will take place on Friday, July 22nd from 1145 to 1.15 p.m. The panel will bring Marvel's head of streaming, television, and animation, Brad Winderbaum, and head of visual development, Ryan Minardine is his name, uh, to the stage exclusive first looks at What If, Season 2, X-Men 97, and Marvel Zombies. Uh, They also tease that more is coming as well, which doesn't surprise me. Disney-owned networks, studios, and streamers will host 18 panels at Comic-Con. And we've got a line, or we've got a, a link yeah, to the entire Yeah, and I'm going to talk about lineup. that in a little bit, too. Okay. <laughs> Over a year ago, it was announced that uh, Malcolm Spellman, who is the head writer and show creator for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, he was going to return to write the script for Captain America 4. And then a few months later, it was reported that Anthony Mackie would return to reprise his role from the Disney Plus series. However, we really haven't heard much since then, but Variety just reported that they found its director, and that is Julius Ona. So he directed uh, The Cloverfield Paradox and Loose, but we don't have any more details or other talent attached to, or a release date or anything like that yet, so stay tuned. Season 3 of The Mandalorian is reportedly undergoing some additional filming. While initial filming on the project wrapped back in March, it's not unusual for films and series to undergo reshoots or pickups. Uh, the news comes from Katie Sackhoff, who plays Bo-Katan. Uh, in the series, uh, Sackhoff recently posted an apology to her Instagram account because she was unable to appear at the Fan Expo in Denver due to work commitments. Uh, and here's what she said. I ended up working much, much later than anticipated on a little show that we all know and love. And it made a made it quite difficult for me to get myself to the convention in time. 
this is the way. Uh, Bespin Bulletin points out that they believe this is planned additional photography and are certainly not anything to worry about. I know some fans or content creators will try to spin the filming as panicked reshoots in an attempt to get fans to worry, but they are not and are a normal part of the production process. I don't have any uh, reason to believe that there would be any issues with Mandalorian. The newly announced Star Wars Disney Plus series Star Wars Skeleton Crew has reportedly already started filming. The news comes from Bespin Bulletin who reports that they started filming at the end of June and filming is said to continue through December. Um, Skeleton Crew was just announced in May at Star Wars Celebration. The show will star Jude Law. It will be directed by John Watts and comes from executive producers John Watts. Christopher Ford, John Favreau, and Dave Filoni. This is the show that's kind of being described as a galactic version of like an Amblin coming-of-age adventure films of the 80s. It's kind of been said to be like Stranger Things in Space, um, and it will reportedly release on Disney Plus in 2023. I look forward to the inclusion of the Demogorgons. <laughs> Uh, Academy Award winner Taika Waititi is directing. He is doing everything. I'm telling you. He is. You. I, I don't know where he gets all this time. He is directing and co-writing a Star Wars feature film with co-writer Christy Wilson Carnes. Uh, not much is known about the movie so far. However, filming on the project apparently could begin early next year. According to The Hollywood Reporter, uh, Taika's Star Wars project may be coming your way sooner than some of his interviews let on. Multiple sources tell us that the project is eyeing an early 2023 start. Obviously, nothing has been confirmed by Lucasfilm or Disney, so this is just a rumor for now, but uh, it could be coming sooner than you think. Disney on Network Studios and Streamers will host 18 panels at Comic-Con, which takes place later this month in San Diego. Um, I will just give you some highlights of the lineup, and you can, for more details such as times and more details about each panel, you can go ahead and take a look at um, the article on our website. But on Thursday, July 21st, we have uh, the Rookie and the Rookie Feds panel, also Abbott Elementary. We also have a panel that's going to be on the new National Treasure series for Disney+. Plus. And in this, we also actually got a title. So it's going to be titled National Treasure Edge of History. And they're also going to give us a first exclu exclusive first look at the series. We also have Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur panel, Koala Man, which is a comedy coming to Hulu, and then also the other Hulu comedy, Solar Opposites. On Friday, July 22nd, we have The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, Bob's Burgers, FX's Little Demon, FX's Archer, The Great North, and then on Saturday, July 23rd, we have The Ghost and Molly McGee, The Simpsons, American Dad and Family Guy, The Orville New Horizons, Hamster and Gretel, and then on Sunday, July 24th, we have FX's Mayans MC, and also FX's What We Do in the Shadows. Ooh, what We Do in the Shadows, can't wait for the next season of that, uh, According to Deadline, Searchlight Pictures has made a moderate theatrical release change with their comedy film, See How They Run. This film was previously scheduled to hit theaters on September 30th, but it's now going to release two weeks earlier on September 16th. Uh, in, in the West End of 1950s London, plans for a movie version of a smash hit play come to an abrupt halt after a pivotal member of the crew is murdered. When world-weary Inspector Stoppard, played by Sam Rockwell, and eager rookie Constable Stalker take on the case, the two find themselves thrown into a puzzling whodunit 
within the glamorously sordid theater underground investigating the mysterious homicide at their own peril. Uh, we've got a trailer for that on our website. I've watched the trailer. The movie looks kind of interesting and uh, it looks like it's definitely something I'll wait for streaming, but I'll watch it someday. Yeah. And I guess that is going to do it for all of our news. So then, let's see, now it's time for review time and what we've been watching uh, over the last week, and that includes, we're not going to really review it, but we did watch the most recent episode of Only Murders in the Building, and I'm still loving that show. So uh, anyway, Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse, we've got the the summer ones uh, that just dropped this week, and then also episode five of Miss Marvel. Uh, let's talk first about uh, these Mickey Mouse cartoons because I think my my Xanax is finally starting to wear off that I had to take it immediately <laughs> after watching it because it gives it me such anxiety watching those. They're very those. stressful. They're very, very <laughs> but stressful. I still enjoy them. Yes. Uh, so let's talk about that first. Okay. So, um, you know, we had the winter of Mickey Mouse. We had the spring. So now we have the summer. Uh, Mickey Mouse and his friends each recall the wild events leading up to the annual summer fireworks spectacular from their point of view. Um, it was just like the others. I like the color palette. I like the animation. Uh, there was some laugh out loud funny moments. You also get some these little Easter eggs that they kind of sprinkle in there. So uh, you'll see the walrus from like Alice in Wonderland. He's the mayor mm -hmm. um, in the fireworks scene, like out in the crowd, you see Elmer the elephant. So keep your eyes peeled when you watch this. You never know who or what you might see. Um, but it's definitely enjoyable. Uh, 24 minutes long. Um, I'll let you talk about, but I'll give my, I mean, I'll, I would give this like an eight and a half. It's That's a little higher than I would go. I, I, the, the... I don't think you're going to lose anything by missing out on them, and you're not going to gain anything by watching them, but they're a solid seven. Uh, the music in, in them uh, continues to remain a, oh, a strong Oh, yeah, the music, point. yes. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the the art style uh, in, in these series. I, I like more of the, the classic uh, you know Mickey Mouse cartoons, uh, that style, but uh, it, it's definitely... A, a visual treat uh, regardless the animation is is really good and and the color palettes that they use are, are really cool but uh yeah they're 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 frantic and uh anxiety inducing and uh <laughs> they're very clever though so mm -hmm. um you know i i think it's a solid seven they're they're above average and and i would say they're they're good yeah. But uh, as far as, uh, you know, plot points or anything like that, don't even worry about it. Just uh, just hang on and, you know, watch them. They'll be over with soon. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, solid seven for me. Miss um, Marvel, uh, this is a series that we've definitely been enjoying. Um, I've given the the first four episodes pretty, pretty good scores. Michelle, I know you have, too. Uh, this episode though, I uh, feel like it's kind of in, in a little bit of a valley for the series as a whole. So talk about, uh, the, the, I guess the plot points for, for episode five of Miss Marvel and then we'll score that. So episode five is titled Time and Again. It's 41 minutes long, which is the shortest one of all so far. It actually seemed a lot shorter than 41 minutes. Um, but, I would agree. Yes. Um, for me, this was probably the weakest of all the episodes so far. So, um, as a recap, so at the end of episode four, uh, it sees Kamala and she suddenly appears at the train station and it's 1940 
seven mm-hmm. um, during the partition. So in episode five, Kamala goes on a journey through um, time back to the partition. It tells the backstory of Aisha and um, Kamala's great grandmother and the bangle. Um, at the end, uh, Kamala witnesses what happened with the Trail of Stars her grandmother always talks about and realizes she was there the whole time. Um, little episode details in the intro to episode five. Um, I really liked it because, you know, like I said, it takes place in the 40s. But the intro, they changed that too to be like these sepia tones um, and really stylistic with their color and uh, which just fit perfectly with the timeline that they were doing so i liked how they did that yeah the 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 visuals in this uh in this series continue to remain just outstanding and the like you said that that was a really well done uh nice little addition uh to to this episode in particular and then Fawad Khan uh, plays Hassan, who is actually Kamala's great-grandfather in the episode. So Khan is a popular Pakistani actor, musician, model, and was also received the Sexiest Asian Male Award. Uh, we also see the origin story for the lightning symbol on Kamala's costume. In episode one, Kamala wears this necklace with her name in Arabic on it. Um, and then it appears like the necklace was damaged and broken in her recent fight with the clandestines. And then her mother actually finds it on the ground and notices it's broken. Then when she lifts it up, it resembles a lightning bolt. So that's mm, kind yep. of cool, too. But yeah, uh, I kind of I hate to say this because I love this show so much. But this episode with the backstory, I found it kind of boring. I really didn't get into it as much. Um, I, I'm sure the finale episode is going to be way better, but uh, that's just my opinion. And I'm giving this a six and a half. That's exactly what I'm giving. It's a six and a half. And I, I couldn't agree more. It was kind of a, a just dull episode to me. It, it I, I, I can understand that, uh, you know, in the story that they're telling, they, they needed to, um, you know, include some of the, the history of, of, of this, uh, to, to kind of have everything probably come full circle for the end but yeah it just it just didn't feel that well done uh, again visually uh enjoyed that j- just as i have uh, from the beginning but um just overall just kind of a downer of an episode i i still have high hopes for uh the remainder of the series but um yeah it just it was just okay just okay yeah. um but yeah i'm it if I'm glad it wasn't episode one because that would have, you know, I, I probably wouldn't have <laughs> well, continued that's watching. Well, I mean, it. like the whole series has been the, the awesome entire up series has been so. has been really great, and I still love, uh, you know, Miss Marvel character, and and I I just, uh, you know, it, like to I like that they've got it, and, and I look forward to uh, you know where they're going with it. But, I feel uh, like whenever they kind of do a backstory like that in any kind of series. That loses something, it kind of loses the momentum or something whenever they go back like that. So it's not, I feel like that always kind of happens with almost anything. You're, I, th- I think you're right. And it doesn't, it's not, you know, it's not strictly like a, um, a Marvel issue or anything. Mm-hmm. Like anything you see, it's hard. I think it's really hard for in, in film or in, in, you know, TV series or whatever to tell a competent like backstory or, or make it, you know, well, because the whole time you're driving this story forward and getting the, your viewers excited about what's going to happen next, and it's like all of a sudden, like you're regressing back. And yeah, you're you know, you you're just... like for for this episode for this series, like we're invested in 
where they're going and what she's going to do with her powers, and then suddenly everything takes a backseat to. But I mean, yeah, I understand you got to tell from. the origin and everything, but it, it's hard to do. But uh, yep. you know, a little bit of a downer, but uh, they've got uh, just a little bit of time to make up for it, and we'll see what happens. Uh, episode uh, six next week, so uh, that's gonna do it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you come back next week. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe, most importantly, to this podcast. We would totally appreciate that. Be sure to visit us at DisneyPlusInformer.com for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, release schedules, and more. You can email us, podcast at DisneyPlusInformer.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at MoreDisneyPlus, and stop by and visit our Facebook page, We'd love to see you there. We're going to get out of here. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.